Welcome back to another week of We Talked Soccer. I'm Caleb, here with Sasha. No last name needed. Um, really, much like Prince, he only goes by one name. Sasha, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing excellent. Uh, <laughs> I, hope so. I hope you are as well. I hope all, all our listeners are, because we have plenty of reasons to be happy today. Uh, plenty of reasons. And I, I mean, the majority of this podcast is going to be about last night's game, just a heads up. Like we're just we will cover the playoffs that happened before this, but do they really matter at this point? Because, well, I guess they do a little bit. But before we start, Sasha, no notch. You would always start these question, these episodes with a question, and it'd be a weird question. But I'm not going to do that. I want to do <laughs> Sasha. It's a very normal question to ask somebody. What is your favorite dish to cook? Like, what's the, like, the ingredients for you? Like, just raring to go, and it's just, like, almost like a nature to you at this point. Uh, chicken tikka masala. Really? Yes. Do you, uh, make this awesome stretch? Uh, yes, but, uh, Ooh, I, I yeah. buy these, like, I, these dinner kits, which come with all the ingredients pre-measured out, so it's kind of, <clears> like, cheating. But it is from scratch, yeah. Okay. That sounds delicious. It really is, and like, uh, it's one of those few things where you can you get to enjoy yogurt in its in a hot dish. Like people don't understand, like that that creaminess. You you know, Americans we eat yogurt as like a breakfast thing, but like you put mm. that in in tikka masala, it's just oh, delicious. It sounds amazing. Um, you know, I asked you that question, and, and I'm not really sure of my own answer. <laughs> it's not one of those things. Um, I guess I do make this really good. Uh. We did like stir fries and stuff, and I really made this really good. It's called uh, Kung Pao Brussels sprouts, where you just roast the Brussels sprouts and toss it in the sauce, and then a fried egg to put it on top over some rice. It's very good. Also, I'm really good at making buffalo wings. Like, really good. Like, super crispy, super delicious buffalo wings. Now that we're all hungry, um,. <laughs> Try to move on to the the well MLS playoffs with the most bonkers game probably like not result wise but like what 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 happened in this game wise <laughs> um, Orlando at home lost one to three to New England Revolution New England the eighth seed moves on to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, after I mean, I guess after they beat the Shield winners of uh, Philadelphia, they're proving they they're a force to be reckoned with. But uh, I think we should just we should just accept the fact that any game, any playoff game that's going to have Orlando is just going to have crazy shenanigans at this point, because that that is all they have brought with their first time <laughs> making playoffs. <laughs> um. Absolutely. Um, this game was absolutely nuts. They uh, said Putanin. Uh, for the young Canadian right back for New England, uh, drew a penalty in the first 20 minutes, minutes or so. That was converted by uh, Carlos Deal, Heel, sorry. And then I think Orlando just kind of self destructed from there. And you can't really blame Brian Rowe too much, I think. I think his defense in front of him just kind of gave up on a lot of plays, including the penalty, including the at least the second goal. Um, he did all right, and they didn't really miss Delezi that much, or maybe more of a confidence thing for his defense, or the, for the defense of Orlando, but it really wasn't good from them. They were 2-0 down as, after Gustavo Bow 
store the second for them for New England and eventually right before halftime, uh, Junior Urso cut the lead in half. But after halftime, Pereira like lunges and stabs a New England player in the calf with his spikes, which you can't do. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> there aren't a separate he, set of rules for playoffs where you can just get away with shit. <laughs> they thought they could do that with the shootout last game. They were told no. <laughs> they tried to pull something this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that was an easy straight rad call for the center referee. Much to, much to the, sh- the chagrin of the entire Orlando team and their fans. There were so many fans in the stadium. And it's like, <laughs> please don't do that. Um, Orlando's players really, like, after every call against them, um, I mean, every single freaking call against them, they would surround the ref and, like, yell. It's like, hey, man, six feet. Come on. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was, yeah, it was really petty. Plus, over the course of, like, 90 minutes, I don't think you get the ref more on your side if you keep on costing him for every call <laughs> he makes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it was like back in the game. After the, even after that 10th man, Orlando looked pretty... Or after going down to 10 men, Orlando looked pretty good. Uh, Daryl DK, who is still deciding, apparently, between his... Uh, who wants to represent the U.S. or Nigeria, I believe it is. Tanner might be in there, too. I'm not sure. Um... Looks like a young Josie Altador. Did scythe down in the box and for a, for a penalty. Um, used his body perfectly. The ball's kind of loose. At the last moment, he jumps in front of the defender to shield the ball, and it's taken out. Just well done by him. Uh, Nani, Nani steps, up, steps up to take the penalty and has it saved by Matt Turner. And I couldn't tell if this was a bad penalty or a good save by Matt Turner. Uh, I mean, my need to like insult Nani wants to say it's a bad, it's a bad PK, but I think I think uh, objectively it was it was a good save, I think so. So yeah, Matt Turner, um, the uh, like second in the running for goalkeeper of the year behind uh, uh, Andre Blake of Philadelphia. Nani, this is from Tom Bodert on Twitter, um, retro MLS and. Freelance, other places. Good follow for soccer news and MLS news. Um, Nani is 5 for 10 for the penalties taken for Orlando, including last week's miss in the shootout. Maybe don't have him take that. If he, if that's, like, I, I get it. He's the DP. He's the star. But maybe someone with a cooler head who has, hasn't been screaming at the ref for the past 60 minutes. Um, I don't know. I'm not the coach. But... Uh, Gustavo Bo scored a second for his brace, and that was all she wrote for Orlando. Um, just came out this like earlier this night or this afternoon. Um, MLS Disco has fined Junior Urso, uh, Pereira, uh, Daryl DK. Uh, Pereira also got an extra game on his suspension, all for stuff with the ref and so forth. I didn't see Nani on there, which is I'm like, come on. He, he also deserved it, but it helps if you played for Manchester United at some point. Yeah, he, he's got that uh, that fame armor that Zlatan, Zlatan <laughs> yeah. had to keep him from getting booked. Uh, yeah, Zlatan put Sean Johnson in a chokehold. They reviewed it, and he got a yellow card. He also put someone in the hospital and broke their like their cheekbone in the skull. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. I haven't... 
been following Serie A at all. I know he's playing over there. I know he's scoring lots of goals. I don't know how many people he's like maimed or hurt though. Yeah. Uh, I know he got COVID. I, I'm afraid that once COVID left his body, it got stronger. So be worried. <laughs> uh, but right. in, in the most Orlando fashion, Orlando drops out of playoffs with being the team with the most red cards currently, I believe. Yeah, with, with three. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. They had two in the first game, uh, Ruan and uh, Deleuze and now Pereira. I mean... If you want to go into your, it's their first playoffs. You might as well break some records. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the record is, record is for most red cards in a playoff, but three has to be up there. Yeah. Unless there's like a benches clearing brawl in one of the games, <laughs> like that has to be like tops. Um, let's move on to another team who had their first run in the playoffs, just a lot sooner in their history than Orlando, uh, Nashville. Went to Columbus and finally broke down and added extra time. Uh, 2 nothing. The crew went through goals from Pedro Santos and Jesse Zardes. Um, Sasha, before the game, you kind of singled out that left-hand side of uh, Valenzuela and Pedro Santos. And that's where the goal came from. The one that broke broke the deadlock in the like, 99th minute. No, it was 100, um, 109th minute. Even it? even better. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was late. Yeah. Um, Nashville again, very solid defensively, and you saw it in Toronto. They just needed that one chance to get through, and that's what they did. Um, this time they just couldn't convert their chances. They did play very well, just the true, but in the end, more fitness prevailed. The true didn't go in added time their first game. Nashville did against Toronto, and also the extra game before that against Miami. Um, so maybe some stamina issues here, but some good, well-worked goals by the crew for Santos and Zardes. This this matchup is going to be interesting between the crew the and New England. Bruce Arena and Caleb Porter, not that friendly with each other. Um, should be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, oddly enough... Despite who wins the Western Conference, both us and Seattle should be rooting for New England because if they win, them being the lowest seed out of the four teams remaining would give either us or Seattle the home game, which is which is an odd sentiment to have. And uh, don't you want to see the MLS Cup final in December in Minnesota? But not be able to attend it. <laughs> that, like, someone said on Reddit that is the most Minnesotan thing. Like We would yeah. make it to a final, host it, but not be able to attend it in our own stadium. That was uh, Two United Fans founder, Kyle Schlins, Oh, <laughs> who founded the, the video channel with Notch. Very nice. Yes. I, I, so the <laughs> he's the godfather. <laughs> Taylor and I watched Old School last weekend and I've been running around in my head the entire week. Um, so yeah, let's move on to your team versus Dallas. That's right, Sasha. You're the enemy now. I am. You know, I'll From accept it. From here on until Monday night, you're the enemy. Uh, uh, the viewers can't see this. We're literally wearing my long sleeve Minnesota jersey because I got that, you know, casual Friday at work and I wanted to celebrate. But yes, a, I, I am a wolf a in sheep's clothing. <laughs> yes. A wolf in sheep's clothing on the podcast with me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sasha's Seattle Sounders. Uh, won 1-0 against Dallas. Uh, Shane O'Neill scores his first goal of the season on a corner kick. Uh, their offense otherwise looked kind of disjointed. And 
I don't know, but their defense held Dallas pretty well. Um, I think Dallas scored once, but it was called for offsides, which it was. Um, yeah, Barrios yeah. also hit the post, which is unfortunate that's, for him. That's right. That's what it was. Barrios <laughs> hit the post, and then the follow up got deflected by a Seattle defender out. That was almost almost MLS Cup crazy again, yeah. but unfortunately Seattle was through. I mean, what, whatever you think, Sasha, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly think it's surprising. Like, you're right. The offense did look off, especially Lloyd Darrow, even though he, he's the one who sent that, that, that corner in for Shane O'Neill. He had some bad touches that night, so there is some cracks in the armor from it, like in Seattle's play in their offense yeah. right now. Uh, Rui Diaz and uh, Jordan Morris just didn't have that that killer touch, that killer final ball during that game, which is a credit to Dallas's defense. Uh, I thought, uh, which is Fafa Pato did well against Nuhu on that side. Nuhu, I don't think had that great of a game, which kind of excites me for either Ethan or Molino running straight at him. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. It. It's, let's just move on to the next game so we can talk about the, the future. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City 0, nil, Zippo, Peter Vermees' tears versus Minnesota 3. <laughs> Our first win ever in Kansas City at Children's Mercy Park. All the fans who went out in the cold had to sit six feet away from each other and always wore their masks and never take it off because that's how all fans are in soccer stadiums. Went home sad. And that makes it even better. They <laughs> risked their lives to see their team get absolutely drubbed. Oh, man. And, and, and what a way to do it, too. Like, like last <laughs> yeah. week, I said, like, we were going in there into Child's Mercy Park and mm. saying, like, come at us. Mm. And, like, I'm so glad the team backed me up <laughs> on that statement. Because three goals. We scored three goals in the first half. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> three goals in 12 minutes. First goal in the 27th. Third goal in the 39th. Um, uh, this game was on, like, proper Fox, like, the local, like, Fox. Not Fox Sports 1, not Fox Sports North. Fox. Nationally broadcast. And that's pretty exciting to see that. And then on the national stage that they played so well is even better. Hopefully grab some neutral fans to our side who are like, oh, what's this? So looking for Thursday Night Football. Said I found Thursday night football. Actually, it's soccer. We call it soccer. Sorry about that. It'll never happen again. Um, <laughs> didn't start out so great for the Loons. Uh, clearance off the line by Michael Botsall and a couple of fantastic saves, including a save off the line by DSC on Punchech. His header by him. We're crossing Jalen and Lindsay. But they weathered the storm. Yeah, and that storm was the first 15 minutes. Uh, they, it was almost like the style of play that SKC was coming out with us for 15 minutes. We just adapted and put against them, like, instantly. And as soon as we made that transition, you saw it before Molino scored that we had our confidence, right? Because suddenly all of our passes were crisper. Everybody mm-hmm. felt confident making runs on both sides. Chase was looking great on left. Metnair, like, he was... Metner looks like he was back in his best form ever. Like, this is the Metner I remember from last year that was blowing my mind. Uh, Grey Goose looked a lot more energetic than he did last week. I, I, I can't... There is not a single player I couldn't highlight. Even our subs, he came on. Jake Corey, <laughs> you know, uh, Harrison. Um, uh, Hassani. Hassani, yeah. 
Yep. Uh, yeah. Ozzy looked good. Oh, Ozzy's Ozzy back. Look- oh, Ozzy looked like the bulldog we know and love. Um, I think it was Adrian Heath who said this in the post name wrap up that you want. I don't. I actually don't remember where I read this. If it was a quote from Adrian Heath or if it was in a Slack channel somewhere. Um, you want they're they're really playing with a controlled defense, very regimented defense, and chaos up front with the four winners or four attacking midfielders and kind of filling that starter spot inter- intermittently, mostly elude. Um, it's really. It's taken us a while to find uh, a, an identity on the field, and if this if this is it, I, I liked it a lot. To have that kind of martial defense that's very disciplined. I mean, the fullbacks still bomb forward, but you have Ozzy covering. And then to have that just unpredictable attack going forward is just fun to watch and also fun to watch is Emmanuel Reynoso who we got for what four and a half million five million absolutely fucking robbed Boca Juniors <laughs> that man is worth his weight in gold which I actually don't know the, the exchange rate on that it might be less than 4.5 in that case it should be more <laughs> Uh, he's worth double his expert. weight in gold. That dude, he's a light. He's, a light. he's worth triple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's true. He is. He is part of that thing that he is the spark that gave us so much confidence. He's so good. He He's literally. I. I feel like it's safe to say he's unlocked every other aspect of our offense. I don't want to give him credit for everything on the field because Debossi was amazing last night too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, the the midfield sign of the midfield the midseason uh, signings have been just a a plus yeah absolutely uh just the chemistry between the four midfielders slash forwards the way that Botsi and Debasi already already work together after such a short time as a pairing it's oh, it's just so great so, we we should actually talk about the goals though. We should. We really should. Those, yeah. we, we've just been watching poetic about these about this team and how much you love them, and yeah, we should probably start talking about why this, <laughs> we're acting this way. Uh, Hot boy brace. First two goals of the game come from Kevin Molino. Um, first one uh, pass from Chase is dummied by Molino. Goes straight to Reynoso. Molino continues in his run. He's unleashed by Reynoso, and just. Slots it around Tim Melia. Um, had Ethan on the far post. Didn't need him. But, oh man, that's a great goal. I'm like, you're like, oh, 1-0. Perfect. Now we just have to defend for, <laughs> fuck, 70 minutes. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> well, it turns out a few minutes later, suddenly the ball around, kind of attacking, right, right on the attacking box. Reynoso plays a 1-2 with uh, Matt and Nair. Uh, defenders pull, midfield... Midfielders pull up towards Reynoso, leaving Molina wide open and perfectly onside. Yep. Lob over the top. Molina volleys it in while falling backwards and just trickles into the back of the net as Melia is rooted to the spot. Like Groot. Just like Groot down into the into the dirt. Actually, Groot could move on around the lot. That's a bad metaphor. <laughs> I just listened to a, a podcast all about 
Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. It's in my brain right now. Whatever. <laughs> uh, our third goal, and like and this is so amazing to say, our third goal comes shortly after, right? We go for the corner, <laughs> and, and at this point, like we are a good set piece team, like which is funny because SKC had like the worst set pieces of I don't know, just a horrible set piece all, all game. Yeah, all their free kicks hit yeah. the wall. Yeah, or and, the first man. It yeah, was bad you know. for them. And I was feeling good, so you and I are probably thinking, like, oh, who's getting on this? Is Grey Goose or Boxall getting on the end of this? Because Reynoso can put it on a dime. No, mm-hmm. DeBossi gets his first goal. And he's like, it's not, you're not going to stop this one. He put it on perfectly with so much power. Boom. It, it, it was so, much, <laughs> so powerful. It was a, a goddamn laser coming out of his head. Looking like Cyclops out there. Yes. Just shooting to the back of the net. And the only way Emilio was stopping that is if it actually, like, hit him where he was standing. Because he, he couldn't react in time. Yeah. Uh man, it, he was so happy to get his first goal. I was jumping up and down in my in my basement, going yeah, and like uh, just cackling, cackling like a madman. Oh. I couldn't believe what was happening. And oh. at by halftime, it was it, it was pretty much over. Second half, very boring, which is good if you're a Lewis fan. You don't want any um. other things happening. Uh, a few yellow cards. I think we had five to Kansas City zero. <laughs> um, Chase got cut. On his knee, I think it might have been by Johnny Russell because a few plays later he like cleared out Johnny Russell for his yellow card. Yeah, those well, two don't like each other, and that's fine. Yeah, I was gonna say right after he got his knee wrapped, uh, shortly after Johnny Russell came up behind him and deadlegged him on a play. Really? Right? right. So then that then following that play, right? That's when Chase like elbows him in the face, takes him down, <laughs> and then later goes in with that slide, which uh you know he, he gets the yellow for it. But I'm like, Johnny Russell's an old dude, and you're taking it to Chase, who's still out there playing with a knocked knee, man. Like, pick your battles. Yeah. At, at some points last year, Chase looked like a walking red card, and for the most part this year, he's been pretty good. Last time was the one time I was worried, like, oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna like. Spike Johnny Russell in the face and like, oh, what I do? No. I mean, Ch- Chase got away with some shenanigans, but so did Johnny yeah. Russell that game. So yeah, it, it was pretty even both ways. But what matters is the, is the score, and there's nothing. Um, should mention that their star signing Alan Polito was unavailable through injury, which is which was great for us. Yeah. Um, Daddy Tinda came on in the second half and played. Okay, but really couldn't do much because we were already setting back. Um, once we took off, I think it was Finley for Harrison or something like that. And then Randall came off for Dotson and Hayes, and Ozzie. it was kind of packed in that midfield and keeping them kind of over towards the wings and kind of packed in that box with our tall guys and also and also Jatori because he's like five five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really thought we were going to get Jacory a uh, goal in second half because he came on and he was like, oh, I'm ready to go on offense. <laughs> and everybody else was like, Jacory, we're tired. We've been running for 70 minutes. Like, I'm going to fuck up this defense, guys. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, credit to Molina for like still still making tra- making the runs, but you can tell when he's gassed. But that's because he, put oh, yeah. he puts him to work early, you know? so. And we should say he's on a, he's on a run of braces in three consecutive games. Yeah. He's the third player ever to score uh, t- two braces in the playoffs in MLS history. Um, Robbie Keane was one. Another, there was another LA Galaxy player early on for the other one. And both those Galaxy teams won the cup. So that's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. That's all, that's all I'm saying. 
Those, those Galaxy teams also, I think, had the record of David Beckham with the most assists in playoffs, and Reynoso's currently on 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 yeah. the road to break it. So uh, Reynoso has five primary assists, one secondary assist, a little hockey helper, if you will, if you're of the Minnesota pastime vernacular. Um, so he has six per MLS and probably did more. You have to imagine, um, again, Seattle's defense, one of their weaker points, I would say. I mean, you you know you know the team better than I do. Um, I see. I think their strength is definitely in their midfield and their front three, and their goalkeeper. I think Stephen Fry is one of the um, perennially one of the best MLS goalkeepers. Very consistent, very solid. Um, but that defense. Sure, Shane O'Neill got the goal, but I don't think he's that great of a center back in front of Stefan Fry. Um, it's gonna be interesting to watch the, our front forward going up against that defense of Seattle. Um, should mention also that DSC has continued his streak of shutouts in the playoffs, going back to his college days back at Maryland, where Maryland, guess what, won the national championship. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, that there are patterns to watch. And if I was like a, a pattern person, a, a historian, I would learn the past and predict the future from it. Yeah, and wasn't he roommates with Chase Gasper at the time? He was. <laughs> Chase Gasper also part of that defense. <laughs> I, 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 you know what, Sasha, please tell me, <laughs> please stop from getting too excited. Do say something... I, did, I don't know. Man. So, I, I can't because you <laughs> you honestly you picked it up properly on Seattle. Their weakness is their defense, especially their center backs. Um, Nuhu can be good getting forward, but he can make mistakes at back. The most stable person that they brought on is been their like relief. Has been somebody who's been subbed in, but has started is Alex Roldan on right back. But Ariaga and Shane O'Neill are not Debossi and Boxall. Boxall and Debossi, you go man for man on that like. We have the better center backs, and we, I think we right now we have the better right back. See, see, you're saying we, <laughs> and I'm not sure who you're talking about. Because then you're a Sounders fan, and I'm. I I'm, I'm in the glorious position. So last week after the, uh, the the after we recorded, I told I told you that I wanted this matchup. It was my. It was my heroine of games. Like, since Jesus. Minnesota has joined, <laughs> it's a horrible comparison to make, but since Minnesota has joined MLS, I have wanted Seattle and Minnesota to, to go up against each other in the playoffs, especially in the conference final. Because that would mean, that would be the most validation I could have as a fan of both. I'm like, both my teams are the best in the fucking West, and no matter who loses, I win. Um, <laughs> but with that said, like, I know so, I'm supposed to be Sounders till I die, but I can I honestly say I'm, I'm going to be rooting for Minnesota this week. If the Sounders in Minnesota are the heroine, would that make like <laughs> Kansas City and Portland the methadone <laughs> matchup? Or no, San Jose is the methadone. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing shocks you back to reality. Like I don't know, just San Jose, are, in my opinion, are the team that did not deserve to make the playoffs and were allowed in. So. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just really happy about this matchup. I think Minnesota can do it. Let's move on to our predictions because we're kind of are, kind of there already. Yeah. Um, crew versus the Revs. Crew are the home team, hosting the eighth seed Revs. What do you think? 
This is one's actually hard. I think if you look at the people on on the if you look at the players, crew should have it. They should have it with home field advantage. But you look at look at the coaches, man. Like Caleb Port is good, but Bruce Arena's kind of got this mystical element about him. He's been around so long. He's won the MLS Cup three times. He's won it multiple times. He, he's the one. He's the one who built the yeah. LA Galaxy legacy. He he's one of the most decorated. Uh, coaches in U.S. history, for sure. Most of the time, he's coming in MLS. Yeah. I'm, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. This one could be close. Like, this one could be PK Madness. It, it could be. <laughs> um, so who, who do you think wins? Crew. Crew? <laughs> I, I, dis- I disagree. Okay. I do. I think ever since Carlos Hill has come back from injury, they have all three of their DPs healthy in New England. They've looked so good going forward. And also in the back, the the rise of Tajan Buchanan at right back, um, this young Canadian right back is looking like a like the Canadian version of Trent Alexander Arnold out there. Um, it's just I think they're coming together as a team. The right time, they're getting hot at the right time. Matt Turner's one of the best goalkeepers in MLS. Dan Sutton and voting behind Andre Blake who won the award. And I think Bruce Arena just knows how to get through a, a tough game away, especially in the playoffs. So I have the revolution. Nice. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Plus, Gustavo Bo, like, he's so dangerous. Like, especially even from outside the box where, like, it's harder to, for a goalkeeper to anticipate something coming at you. He will he will turn and shoot one at you like that. It just, yeah, so I can see it yeah. going. I can see where you're coming from on that. Yeah, I think the Rebs defense is also better than the crew. I rate, uh... I rate Turner a lot higher than I do Eloy Room, who might be back. Uh, he was one of the players out with COVID for the crew. Um, so, yeah, watch that space if they have any more positive tests or if players are still out for testing positive from last game against Nashville. Um, and then moving on to, I guess, the We Tall Soccer Derby, because, again, you're a Seattle fan, you fucking <laughs> traitor. No, I'm just kidding, dude. But also, I'm watching you. <laughs> Uh, Seattle versus Minnesota United. I'm going the loons. This is going against everything I stand for as a Minnesota fan. I was taught by my father to never have hope. That's when they get you. Um, just my dad has also said that he wants the Minnesota Vikings to be his pallbearers so they can let him down one more time. Um, so, yeah. Um, but the attacking force of Reynoso, the chemistry he has with everyone up top, Lude, uh, Molino, and Finley. Kai Kamara as a bench option, laid on at some set pieces, some set piece magic. It's tasty. I like it. Also, the defense, again, two straight clean, well, three state straight clean sheets if you include the uh, last regular season game against Dallas. I have, yeah, I have the Loons marching forward, hosting a must Cup final in December at in St. Paul at Allianz, which we cannot go to, and we should not go to. But once all this is over, if this happens, we're going to go party at Blackheart. <laughs> yeah, we are. A, a, a large overdue party where I assume we're going to be christening or sanctifying uh, DSC. 
Um, yeah. Or making him a saint, whatever that's called. Yeah. Canonization? That's what... Yeah, yeah. There it is. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And um. also drinking all of the alcohol in the place. Hell yeah. It's, it's overdue. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so much Sparkle Donkey will be drunk. <laughs> but oh, I, I, agree, I have missed on this. There are multiple reasons why. Uh, first, we haven't given up a goal. We are the only team in playoffs to not give up a goal. You might say that's luck. But guess what? Seattle got lucky too. And they only scored one goal on Dallas. We scored three on them two weeks ago. We are the... Yeah. We are, it is... There's no way Brian Schmetzer didn't watch Dallas's game against Minnesota before he, they had to play him. And he's thinking in his head now, like, this is the hardest team we've been up against all year. There's no doubt in his mind that we could beat them. So you should have faith that we can beat them. <laughs> if there's one thing we have done in the past two years is go to away trips and kind of mess up the dude who's number one... We went to LAFC and messed them up last year. We can go to CenturyLink, and we can get this win, and we can be in the final. And it's Actually, weird to say it's it. A, it's, a, it's a Lumen field. That's now. right. That's right. The new name change. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, right, thank you. Lumen. <laughs> Don't want to be giving that, that, that one telecom company any money. <laughs> yeah. Fuck CenturyLink. Unless you want to sponsor us, then I don't know, man. Why are you listening to this? Uh, but it is once in a generation like it's uh, we have been plagued with bad playoff teams across multiple sports the Lynx and our I think our our female team hockey team the the Whitecaps the Whitecaps thank you have been the most successful but our male teams have been shit (laughs) (laughs) but once in a generation back when you and I were yet to be born or had just been born the Twins had won the World Series twice with some players named like Kirby Puckett or something, uh, so I think I think this is this could be our moment. It's it's looking that way, and I still I like going back. I've said this multiple times. The supporter shield is one of the harder is the harder trophy to win, and most of playoffs, all you need to do is hit that purple patch of form at the right time. You can and you can ride a, either a hot goalkeeper or a hot striker. Or finisher, and we have both at the moment with Molino and DSC. DSC is feeling it right now. That that goal, that save off the line, he goes from the near post to the and shuffles to the far post so quickly. His instincts are good. I'm just very excited about this game, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to hurt again, Sasha. <laughs> I'm ready to get hurt again. You, you make yourself vulnerable. It's good. I'm glad that we're, you, <laughs> there's growth here in our now going to be six year plan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no! So look forward to next week where I'm sobbing throughout the entire episode, just blasting Joy Division. Um, I will say there are there is one sounder who is excited to see us come in. Who's that? And that's Miguel Abara. Oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot. He doesn't play, so I always forget he's there. He just he hasn't not he's not gotten much playtime, uh, sadly. But he did tweet at us as soon as we won. He's excited to see us, so you know, good old Batman. Also, I I, I assume there's a really uh, there's a Cuban who's really excited for this matchup. Uh, Ozzy Lonzo was at Seattle for what ten years. Yep. Um, one. Was it just the one cup, or did he win two? He he won one cup and won three supporter shields. No, no, okay. one supporter shield, three open cups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And well, an MLS cup. Yeah. So. so, their former captain coming back, and hopefully ruining their dreams. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I we 
We just want to come after the playoff round and reminisce about yesterday's game. And so I don't think we're going to talk about talk about Europe yeah. this week. Um, this is not as long as playoffs are going on. If there was some huge news, we we would mention it. But um, I also want to apologize to the patrons in our Slack channel. I once again forgot to ask for pod questions. Hopefully, we answered the ones that were burning in your loins this entire week um, and after the game. But also, a special thanks to our leader commissioner at the $20 tier. You can have, you are thanked every, at the end of every episode. So, thanks to Eric Olson, my father, for that. <laughs> and I miss you. Um, you can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash two United Fans. That's T W O, United Fans. $3 gets you access to the Patreon. $5 gets you access to uh, bonus episodes. And Sasha, what's your bonus episode going to be about this month? It's going to be about... Oh, it's a new month, isn't it? Yeah. I I have yet to release, and I apologize to our, our Patreons, my episode about... Uh, uh, wow. D&D, uh, pretty much D&D, D&D. Android. Yeah, it's okay. going to be D&D related. Yes. So... You you might get you you did two episodes from Sasha this month. Um, <laughs> last month we released an ep- I released an episode with uh, former co-host Colin O'Donnell where he ate the spiciest chip known to mankind, and I talked him through it. Um, it was a lot of fun, and we're also doing it together again this month for an album review or albums best albums of twenty twenty um, episode, probably a two parter, and then also this month I'll be releasing my. When I talk, my talk about uh, Sturgill Simpson's "A Sailor's Died to Earth," his Grammy-winning album. Um, I'm talking about that. Yeah. Uh, so sign up for the Patreon and tell your friends to sign up for the Patreon as well. Um, give us five stars on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. We're at 49 last time I checked. So be the 50th, and then if you're it's if it's already the 50th when you go to be the 50th, be the 51st. That's fun too. Um, also steal your friends' phones and rate us on iTunes for them. Um, anything to add, Sasha? Yeah, I just got two shout-outs. One is for uh, former uh, host Colin O'Donnell. I do believe that you choosing to, to do that chip challenge directly correlates to our success in the playoffs. So thank you for making that <laughs> sacrifice. Uh, number two is to uh, the player, Jacory Hayes. You, he has actually been very active in the media in the past six months. Uh, standing up for a lot of big issues that have been relevant this year. Uh, so he, he's gone to multiple news channels, including like Channel 11, WCCO. So I am proud to have that player as part of our roster. So shout out to him. That's awesome. Uh, also, um, congratulations to Ethan and his wife, uh, Haley, on the announcement of their upcoming daughter. So that's fun. Um, they announced that on Instagram today. So, Yeah. I think everything's coming up with the loons, guys. I think, I think this is our year. Knocked on wood profusely. Um, with that, thank you again for listening to our podcast. Hope you see you again next week. I'm Caleb. This has been Sasha. Sasha, I know what you're doing. You're just trying to <laughs> undermine me, aren't you? You're cheering for Seattle. You know what? You know what? You know, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Oh, I see you, bud. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me with your bitter lies, masquerades and